Did you know that it's Asian American and Pacific Islander Heritage Month? Macy's is highlighting some really cool AAIP-owned brands right now, like Cardin, Kaja, Emilia George, and Hey Meave. Plus, you can help support college access and student success when you donate online or round up in store to APIA scholars. APIA is the nation's leading nonprofit organization devoted to the academic, personal, and professional success of Asian American, Native Hawaiian, and Pacific Islander students. Shop Asian American and Pacific Islander-owned brands at Macy's.com or in-store. Warning, things are about to get intense. Like when you stare into the eyes of someone that you really like for a full minute straight without blinking. Intense, intense heat, lasting plump from the hot new lifter plump from Maybelline, New York. Formulated with chili pepper, lifter plump delivers a heated sensation for an instant lip plumping effect that lasts available in eight sizzling shades honestly my favorite is hot honey and cocoa zing i put it on my lips and honestly it did sizzle them it sizzled them right to the moon they were plump and juicy and everyone was like nicole can i and i'm like get in line can you take the heat find your shade at maybelline.com or a retailer near you Amazon shoppers get 10% off Lifter Plump purchase with code 10PLUMP for a limited time. a podcast where me and Nicole Byer was trying to figure out why I'm still single, but guess what? We couldn't figure it out. So I'm just going to talk about love and relationships with people I find interesting. My guest today is an actress and Broadway star whose musical theater credits include Clueless, Mean Girls, and The Book of Mormon. She now stars as Tina Turner in the Tina Turner musical, which is touring nationally. I saw her in it. It was... (laughs) (laughs) It was so fucking good. I had such a good time. This is, I like, immediately after was like, Marissa, we have to book her. She's so good. It's Zarin Villanueva. Hi. Hi, hi, hi. Hey, Nicole, girl. How you doing? How you doing? How you doing? I'm good. I'm (laughs) so excited to talk to you. I saw the musical. So before I even saw it, The Man Who Checks Your Bags looked me in the eyes and said, you're going to love this show. Just to me, not to my friend, not to anyone behind me, not to anyone in front of me. And I was like, oh, is it good? And he said, you're going to love it. (laughs) And then that small man was right. I loved it. That's amazing. That's amazing. Um, Thank you so, so, so much. So low key, I have been watching you since Girl Code. Really? I have had my eye oh my on God. you since Girl Code. I was like, I like her. She's funny. Zarin, thank you and so I'm like, much. So I am so, I am so happy to see where you've gone, see other things that you've done. I was like, yes, yes, yes. Let's go. Let's go. 
because oh. I mess with her. Like, I <laughs> I think you're amazing. I think you're awesome. Thank you. I really do. I think you're amazing. I'm so sad this is my first introduction to you because you are fucking incredible. Your voice is wild. Thank you so much. <laughs> when did you, you discover you had that fucking voice? Um, you know, it's been it's been a long discovery. I used to sing in choir when I was in junior high. I wasn't really thinking much about it. I was like, I want to be an actress. I'm a serious actress, mm -hmm. you know. So it was very like serious actresses don't do musicals. Like it was a whole thing. <laughs> I was very cute. <laughs> I was very cute as a young one. But then like in my quest of having more acting jobs, I was like, well, I need to pick up as many things as I can do. You know, so I've already I had already done dancing. I was already a trained dancer. And I was like, well, mm -hmm. I need to add singing to the list because we're working. No matter what happens, we will be working. So, <laughs> so that's really what started me into musical theater. I was like, let me just learn how to sing. So I have it in my back pocket. And then, you know, mm -hmm. I started booking stuff. And I was like, well, shoot, I, I'm not going cool. If you're going to give me the part, I'm going to take it. Thank you. Thanks a lot. <laughs> I love this. I cannot really sing. And I just started taking singing lessons to be like, you know, it'd be nice to have it in my back pocket, but I don't think my voice is ever going to sound like yours. Like, what a dream that you were like, mm, I guess I'll learn how to do this. And then you're like, mm, I sound <laughs> just as good as Tina Turner. I definitely, definitely built that up. Like, I did not sound like Tina Turner when we started. I had just finished doing <laughs> Once on this <laughs> Island and it was giving like very Disney princess. So I had mm -hmm. to like bring it down it was a long it was a long process to get the grit get the depth get that all of that stuff back that is pretty wild once on this island really is just like poppy like upbeat and then pingy yeah Tiana. Yes. Like, and then singing tina like you gotta get the growl and the bravat like it's yeah. just and then at the end you do like yeah. a concert Okay, let me tell you this. <laughs> I loved Tina Turner growing up. I begged my mother to take me on the Wildest Dreams tour. She would not do that because I was unruly and she couldn't trust me. And I get it. I get it. Badly behaved <laughs> children don't get to go to concerts. But at the end of the show, the curtain call is a Tina Turner concert. What is that like? True story. It's bananas. I mean, some <laughs> you like you're like, oh, I'm done with the musical. No, I am not. I am not done with the musical. Get more water. Touch your toes. Let's go. You're like, all right, come on, come on, come on. <laughs> God, it must feel so wild. It's a good release, actually, because like Tina Turner's music uh, mm -hmm. story is so heavy and so emotional and so. You know, and because we're on stage the entire time, you know, like all mm -hmm. of that angst and all of that emotion is building up in you. So by the time you get to the to the um, mega mix, we're just like, let it out. So it's a really good way to just let everything go and be like, ah, take it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I fucking love that it is pretty intense and i saw it with a lot of black people which nice. was lovely because every dramatic thing that happened all of us i couldn't even help myself i kept being like mm -mm. oh <laughs> i know i know like, <laughs> no one can ever help themselves and let you out I, I want to make sure everyone knows this we do not want you to help yourself please let it go mm -hmm. we love it so much now, sometimes we do have a really long screen where there'll be one person like, oh, <laughs> for whatever reason, 
Uh-huh. And they're just they're just screaming and it won't stop. And we're just like, we'll wait for you to be done. And then we'll be like, <laughs> I don't know what that person is going That's through. So I don't want to judge. I don't want to judge, but we'll wait. We'll wait. <laughs> we'll wait. We'll wait for you to feel your feelings. We can't really start singing until you stop screaming. That's wild. I think for a lot of people who maybe have gone through abuse, seeing it on stage, it's very visceral. And I yeah. can understand how it might trigger yeah. some stuff. But it is, like, wild to know that she went through all of that and then persevered to become, like, the biggest fucking rock star of well, my I- lifetime. What was it like? What are rehearsals like? I don't. Okay, so I love musical theater. She cannot sing, so I'm like, give me all the dirt, give me all the juice. What was? What are rehearsals like? Well, rehearsals. Um, our rehearsals for this were kind of like, they were very. Um, we had a beautiful. Um, Phila Deloitte is our director, and she was she was an actor's director, which is why I loved her. Mm-hmm. You know, she was about the story. She was about the character development. She was about. I was like, yay, because we don't necessarily always <laughs> ha- get that in musicals. You know, um, so I really enjoyed the like she had us doing like acting exercises and all of this Mm -hmm. stuff and like that kind of stuff. I'm like, oh, I feel like I'm back in conservatory. (laughs) (laughs) And in school training. Yes, let's do some Shakespeare. (laughs) So 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 that was like the first thing. And also we are double cast um, because we are singing 21 Mm. songs. Um, The show lasts for two hours and 45 minutes. We are not off the stage, not for less than four minutes, more than mm-hmm. four minutes. And um, so we have two Tinas. Um, the other um, is Miss Naomi Rogers. And so we go back and forth. We like, I do Tuesday, she does Wednesday. I do Thursday, she does Friday. And we go like that. Mm-hmm. Um, so we were learning things together. And they, I remember one of our first days of rehearsal, we both got a mic. She gave us a, a prop mic and she had us at the top of the steps so we can learn simply the best. And I'm looking at this mic and I look at her and I'm like, what is mm-hmm. life? <laughs> you know, because that was like the moment where we're like, <laughs> we're really playing rock stars. Like, this is not a regular, a regular um, uh-huh. musical. We're rock stars right now. So we would like, we would just learn everything side by side. Um, and then we started, you know, taking turns and it was, it was really cool. It was really, really fun. God, I love that. And the book is really good. Katori Hall, I believe, wrote the book, right? Yes. Katori Hall wrote the book. Who created P-Valley, oh, which I think is also incredible. But she does such a good job. And you guys, as the actors, do such a good job of balancing like the the heavy shit and the yeah. like light shit. Because it'll be like, truly, in the two hours and 45 minutes, you're just like, oh! And then you're like, ha, 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 oh! And it's just, and it, it doesn't feel... I wasn't like exhausted after watching it. I felt full and like joyful. Oh, that's good. I don't know. You did such a wonderful that's job. Good. Yeah, Katori Hall's script is another thing that we very rarely get. Like having a real, you know, playwrights writing the, mm-hmm. the the scenes where we actually like can go deep into the into the acting and then do the musical and then go back. Like, ah, mm-hmm. uh, I love her words. I love it so much. So that's a highlight. Same. A highlight. Oh, it's so good. Wait, okay. So you worked as a as a singer in a circus in Switzerland? Yes. Where did you see that? <laughs> My assistant, Lindsay, is the champion of finding things that you <laughs> don't even know that people know that they know. So she, I don't know how she does it, but she, she does research for me. I'll watch videos 
just so I can get a vibe of the person. But she does like a deep dive. Nice. Tell me about this circus in Switzerland. Oh, child. So first of all, it was a mistake. I swear <laughs> it was a mistake. <laughs> and the whole thing started with a mistake. So like when I was out there hustling in New York, I'm getting all the jobs. Mm-hmm. I was very, very intense. And so I go in the backstage <laughs> and you see each little blurb. And I started looking for AA. AA meaning African-American, right? So I'd be like, mm-hmm. hey, 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 I would like sign it, sign it. And then I would just submit, 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 submit. So I see AA, submit. <laughs> I forgot. Mm-hmm. I missed the fact that it said AA male. Oh. It's, it says AA male. Didn't see it. I saw AA. I saw the age range and I was in there. Funny enough, the casting director, who happened to be a black casting director, calls me up. And he's mm-hmm. like, yeah, I see that you submitted. I, I figured you must have missed the male part. And I'm like, yeah, I did. And he's like, but, you know, my friend, um, a friend of mine, Nate Jacobs, is um, auditioning some black singers. He needs them to go sing um, in this show. And I was like, sure. Sounds great. Mm-hmm. You know, like, I was like, free travel. Let's go. He's singing this mm-hmm. show over there. And I'm like, all right, cool. So I show up. I sing this song. Much to my surprise, I get it. And then I get the contract. And that's when mm-hmm. I see this little tiny circus Canelli at the top of the contract. I'm like, circus? No one had said the word <laughs> circus. No one said the word the whole time. And I'm like, circus? And I'm like, well, I'm going anyway. So I said, we get paid in francs. <laughs> and not until I arrived, because we had rehearsed in Florida. We fly to Switzerland. Uh-huh. We then we're like, okay, so we got to go to Tech. And that's when I see a big red tent on the river. Hmm. I'm like, <laughs> oh, no, I actually joined the circus. And no one I told me. <laughs> that's so funny. I always say if you want to kill an actor, give them a job. Because I don't ask <laughs> questions. I just show up to sets. I just get on planes. I will get in a van. If you you tell me where the van is, I'll get in it. I'm getting and- it. <laughs> <laughs> That is so funny. I could see myself joining the circus. I got on this plane. I went to another uh-huh. country with my passport talking about, hey, they told me they was going to pay me in francs, in cash. <laughs> Honey. But yes, that is how I joined the circus. And it was lovely. I'm getting cash. I'm getting booked. I'm busy. I'm blessed. That is so funny. It was how funny, long were you in easily. the circus? Um, it was for the uh, holiday season so it was from november until right after new year's and it was a family-run circus um oh. the wife was um the wife the, the family was run by uh the husband who's who's german swiss and his wife was this um uh, uh what's that called vegas showgirl from canada oh my god so she was all like she was fun. Oh. She was a hoot. Let me tell you. <laughs> and they ran their family circus. They also owned a Sea World up in the mountains. Oh my gosh, it was great. It's great. Oh, oh yeah. oh yeah. That is so wild. I love that so much. Um, so wait, you grew up in Brooklyn? Yes, I did. Are you still in New York, or are you have you moved to LA? Where are you now? I'm technically still in New York, but I am on I'm on tour. So, you know, we're everywhere. But I I have been flirting with L.A. for quite some time. 
we're waiting for her to close the deal. You know what I mean? Yes, yes. You know what I'm waiting saying? for the offer to come through and have you know it be I mean? good enough. You know what no, I'm I saying? Get that. <laughs> what are we? I need you to define the relationship. Thank you. <laughs> well, speaking <laughs> speaking of relationships, are you in one currently, or do you choose not to say? Because that's an option. Oh yeah, that's nice. No, I am not in one currently. Okay. Are you looking? Are you on the apps? What's going on? Oh, child. <laughs> so I, I've, I'm convinced that looking is like a kiss of death. So what I'm trying to do mm-hmm. is not look, which is impossible yeah. because yes. it's impossible not to look because everything in my brain is like, ooh, ooh. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like after a certain point, all we do is look. Are you kidding me? That's yes. A- yes. People are like, when you're not looking. <laughs> My biology is not set up like that. Yes. Okay. <laughs> Jesus Lord. So there's that. Um, Same. I do do one app at a time. Oh. Um, currently it's Hinge. Okay. Yeah, because too many apps, I get overwhelmed and I... Uh, so I'm doing one app at a time. I'm currently on Hinge because the last wedding I went to for my line sister, mm-hmm. she met him on Hinge. So here I am on Hinge, but you know, I'm trying. I'm not excited about it. Uh-uh. No, I'm never excited about the apps. They're so, it feels like another job. My therapist the other day was like, well, your job is comedy and you like doing that. So is there a way that you can bring that mindset to dating that like maybe it'll be a good show, maybe it'll be a bad show, but you'll have fun doing the show? And I was like, huh, that's a good way to think about that. That is that is good. That is good. I saw a a few things that were saying that, like, make dating fun. Mm -hmm. And I was like and I was like, you know what, like these regular dates or whatever is going to happen on the dates, like who cares? And it's like, let's do something that I actually want to do, actually mm-hmm. like to do, and see if they want to do it too, if they like to do it too. And we'll just do that. Mm-hmm. Like, just trying to take pressure off it. Because the pressure, honey, my clock, my clock. Yes. Yes. <laughs> the biological, my favorite movie is My Cousin Vinny. And when I was little, I used to love the scene where Marissa Tomei is wearing that one, like, it's a, it's a, floral jumpsuit and she's stomping and she's like my biological clock is ticking i had no idea what she meant but i was like i love that she's screaming about something and florals but yeah sometimes i'm like my clock (laughs) my clock and then you messed around and found out what she was talking about fucked around and found out (laughs) that's my mom's favorite movie that's funny you said really oh my god yes so i've seen it a million times that stuttering lawyer is oh. priceless. Are you kidding me? Are you kidding it's me? It's so funny. And it I don't think perfection. you could write that now. You can't. It's it's you so can't. funny. We can't and have that nice. I feel like, <laughs> no, we really can't. We really can't. Oh, God. And then the judge, these two utes. It makes me laugh <laughs> every time I see it. <laughs> I can't say it. Like when, when young people, because now there's young people around, the, the young 20-year-olds, mm-hmm. I'd be like, the utes. The youths, these youths over here. I have to say it. I have to say it. I have to say it. Yeah, comedy is so hard right now. I don't know how you're doing it. Comedy is hard to do. Well, I will say I do understand evolving with the times. And I feel like some older comedians have refused to do that. So I try to 
really only speak from my experience or like an observation that I have and how it makes it unique to me. And then I really try to not talk about stuff I don't know about. Do you know what I mean? Like, if I don't know about it, I, I'm not touching it. Because why? True. Yeah. For why what, would you do what that? purpose? <laughs> and then when I do crowd work, it's pretty easy to be inclusive to just be like they, them, or be like, what are your pronouns before I talk to you? Like, just real Bye. quick. Just yeah. like get it out of there. Yeah. Um, but yeah. It is a, like towing the line, I will say, is hard. I have a couple of jokes where I'm like, uh oh. But I just tell them before, I'm like, you're not going to like this. <laughs> yeah. The declaration. I love the declaration. Everyone's going to uh-huh. be mad. Get over it. And here we go. <laughs> uh huh. And here we go. Yeah. And usually, if it goes well, I'm like, great. And then if they really actually hate it, I'm like, I told you you would hate it. And then we all have a nice laugh about that. Good. Wait, Zurin, yeah. real quick. We have to take a break. Spring is the best time to start a new workout routine. It's our yearly collective warm-up, and Peloton is here for everyone's yearly warm-up. This is the best time to get into a good rhythm, tap into your power, and build towards whatever you're looking for. Okay, Peloton can accommodate your schedule with a variety of class lengths to choose from. Even if you only have five minutes, there's a class to get your body moving, and I have to stress how important that is. Five minutes is better than no minutes. Peloton has a range of class types fit for every goal and mood. Move at your own pace. Peloton makes the process easier with personalized recommendations and guided programs that take the guesswork out of working out. So you can just jump right in, keeping your fitness journey fresh every day because that's what it is, a journey. And listen, Peloton has everything you need to get to where you're going. Whether you prefer to run outdoors, uh, row or ride at home, or strength train at the gym, Peloton is something for you. Ooh, the Peloton classes I like to do are strength training. I also like the yoga because um, I'm always trying to get more flexible um, because I love doing splits because I'm slutty. Get a head start on summer with Peloton at (laughs) OnePeloton.com. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. You know, there's always something that I really need to talk about. And thank God I have a podcast. But then there's stuff that I don't want to reveal publicly. So I talk to a therapist. And listen, we all carry around different stressors, big and small. And when we keep them bottled up, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get stuff off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire, get matched with a licensed therapist, and switch therapists at any time for no additional cost. And I got to say, that's very important because the first person you meet might not be good for you. So even though it's work, you got to work to find someone who like is helpful and is good for you. So don't stick with someone just because you feel like you have to. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash date me today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash date me. Oop, boop, 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 boop. We're back. Okay. So you think the best place to meet a guy is Whole Foods? Yeah, I do think. You know, I have been um, on tour. You know, you have to be really, uh, I don't know, creative. But mm-hmm. I've been looking around and I was like, where, where do guys be? You know what I mean? And I'm not, I'm not a gym person. 
I'm not a gym Mm-mm. person at all, but I feel like even if I was, like people seem to be very in their workout and it's a little yes. strange in terms of approaching. And so then I was just like walking around and what I always do is go to Whole Foods when I hit any new city. And I happened to hit it like early, like it was an early Saturday. It was like 10, 11. And usually I'm a late girl. I be in there for five. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, uh-huh. <laughs> I don't be up. But for whatever reason, I was up. Maybe it was jet lag. I don't know. I was up and, and I saw oh, like a dozen black men. I was like, oh. <laughs> and I started Ooh, looking around. Whole I was like, food. wait a minute. And so I went again just to see. And then I saw it again. And I'm like, no, 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 We got to make sure I'm going to go again. I see them, girl. They up in there. They up in there. Did you talk to Have you, like, made a love connection with anybody at Whole Foods? No. The only love connection, I didn't do it in the Whole Foods. The only love connection I actually did make in a store was at a Home Depot last summer. That's what people say. You got to go to where, where the men go. They love a Home Depot. They got to fix shit. They got to fix stuff. And they thought, and they, <sighs> and he thought it was really attractive that I was in there renovating my mm. bathroom by myself. Oh. Because that's what I was doing because I'm, I'm a boss. Did you renovate your bathroom? I'm a boss bitch. Yes, sir. Yes, I did. Did you do tile and shit? Oh, no, no, no. I painted the tile. <laughs> mm. Mm. <laughs> we'll, do, we'll try tile next time. I painted the tile. <laughs> I replaced things. I painted everything. I got, you know, the dollar. I went to the dollar store and got like cute little Mm -hmm. decorative thing. You know what I mean? (laughs) I love a DIY queen. It came out really nice. It really did. It really did. Do you have pictures on like your Instagram or something? I sure do. Oh, I can't wait. I'm going to follow you as soon as we're done with this. Um, Because I do love... A home renovation, whether it's paint, whether it's changing a fixture. Oh, I'm like stuck in home decor Instagram where it just keeps showing me like, hey, this is easy. And then a woman removes a tub and then (laughs) puts a standing shower. And I'm like, how is that easy? How? That's not easy. That's a lot of work, ma'am. That's a thing. One of my active friends, one of my active friends did his Mm -hmm. entire kitchen the bathroom he retiled he did everything i was like you're gonna teach me this bro you're gonna teach me this my friend jess mckenna redid her whole house they lifted the ceiling mm. i like went to her home and was walking around i was like how did you do this that's crazy and it was so pretty and they oh my god everything they did was so nice and i was like you did this with your hands and then her husband was like yeah and i made a book and then there was a book that like detailed like from the start to the finish. And it's so cute. And I That's was like, amazing. I can't believe you're cute and crafty. I wish. Yeah, that is the dream. And that's why I want a partner. So I can do a home renovation with so them. So I could do a whole, whole new home renovation with them. <laughs> that is my dream. <laughs> <laughs> it's my dream too. Wait, when you were in Switzerland in the circus, did you date anybody while you were there? Because you were there for like two months. <laughs> I, I um, I did date somebody. I was, mm-hmm. I was very, I was very young, so we weren't dating for profit. <laughs> we were dating. We were just, we were just dating. You know what I mean? We were just uh-huh. having a good time, just having a nice time. God, how old was I? Twenty two. I was young. Mm-hmm. 
So um, we went to this place that kind of looks like serendipity in New York City, like, you know, all the fancy ice creams and floats and confections and cakes and things. Mm -hmm. And we had this cute waiter that has such a sweet disposition. And my friend, Danielle Fulton, friend and actress, hey, Mm -hmm. she she was with me (laughs) and she was like, oh, you got to. Yeah, he likes you. Da, 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 da. And I was like, ah, c'est la vie. When in Rome. I mean, when in Switzerland. <laughs> so, when in Switzerland. <laughs> so, yeah. So we went out and he um, actually got in his car, which is not safe. Not safe. Ladies, the young ladies, don't do this. But mm-hmm. I did it. Okay. But when I did it, I was texting Danielle the whole time. I texted him his uh his number and his his full name and his license plate number. I was like, this is where I am, <laughs> just in case, Jesse. I mean, I love that. That is, <laughs> some would be like overkill, but I'm like, I'm in Switzerland. I don't know what this Swiss man is going to do to me. I love it. That's perfect. So I was like, I'm okay. I'm okay. I'm okay. He takes me up to this, <laughs> all the way up this mountain to this secluded restaurant. Like we were just driving up, 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 up gorgeous gorgeous restaurant and they had the wine service and we had the Mm -hmm. duck with the red sauce on it and the separate sides you know all of the things and this was Mm -hmm. being 22 this was really the first time I had had luxury fine dining before Mm -hmm. without you know working (laughs) at the restaurant of course (laughs) yes and then that's not luxury. You're just in the back being like, yum, 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 yum. Yeah. Yeah. Just sneaking food, sneaking food like mm-hmm. a rat. But yeah. <laughs> so yeah, so like, uh-uh. And then it, so, so it was really, really lovely. And I met him. I dated him for about a couple months. He took me to his family in Germany. Like, oh. he, Michael, he was so sweet. He's a sweetie. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. I love that. Just like out there being like, whatever. And then... It turns into a couple months. You're meeting the family. That's mm-hmm. fun. Yeah, he's a sweetie. He's a sweetie. Ugh, I would love an overseas romance. Of course you That would. sounds like fun. You've never had one? No, I've never gone anywhere where someone was like, you, I'll take you. Um, and I've only really hooked up with like two people while touring. I just, it, they don't, they don't slide into the DMs. Ooh, do you have people who like wait at the stage door and try to like, like flirt with you? No, I haven't had any of that yet. I was really like, honestly, honestly, low key when I got Tina, I was like, oh, maybe that'll happen. Maybe my Prince Charming will show up at the stage door with his suit on (laughs) and his good 401k. No, honey, no such thing. No such such thing. No, no, not yet. I was a little stage door rat when I lived in New York. I would go to see shows and then like just hope to see the person in the show afterward and be like, you were wonderful. Girl, I'd do that now. <laughs> if you're fine, you're fine. I'd do that now. Mm-hmm. I'm like the mm-hmm. fine man in this play, I'm going to see it. <laughs> I don't care. Have you ever dated a co-star? <sighs> you don't have to say who or what show, but I want to know if there's any like commingling. Not no. No, no, not. (laughs) Let me say, let me say, not while we were doing the show. Ah, okay. So a couple of things what had happened is that we had hooked up and now we're doing a show and that's fun. Ah. No, it's not fun. It's not fun at all. It's awkward. It's freaking awkward. Mm -hmm. And they always assume that you still want them. 
What is that about? Uh-huh. I was like, baby, we went on one date seven years ago. Don't nobody want you? I haven't thought about you since I saw your name on the cast list. That's the first time I thought of you. I think <laughs> men have like this inflated ego. I watched this video where an interviewer was interviewing couples and would be like, what's her middle name? And most of these men were like, oh, um, I don't know. What's her birthday? Oh, um, I don't know. What's your wedding anniversary? I don't know. And I was like, do men think of women? Or are they just fully in their own brains thinking about themselves? Mm-hmm. I think that's true. That's, I mean, it's, 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 you're getting close. You're getting close. <laughs> I wish I wasn't attracted to men. Ugh, they're oh, terrible. They're awful. Why are they like this? I don't know. (laughs) And it's really interesting because I see that they are always complaining about us, like, in terms Mm -hmm. of, like, I see the dissatisfaction on both sides. And that is the part that makes me very, (laughs) very, like, I'm very interested. I'm like, how are you having as much dissatisfaction as I am when all of my friends are baddies with Mm -hmm. education and with accolades and money and you won't have to work as hard because she has a whole career and 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 she looks amazing like how Mm -hmm. is how is something's not happening the math ain't mathing you know what i'm saying it really isn't so like what i hear from them they're just dating bimbos they must be dating like (laughs) they're dating the wrong women they didn't date me or my friends or you know like they have to be dating silly silly stupid women or something i don't know Because I'm surprised that you're single. I feel like you're such a catch. You're, like, talented. You're employed. You're working. Like, you're just going places. uh, Your career is exploding. And on paper, I'm like, me too. What the fuck is happening? I don't get it. It's called too much of a catch, honey. Mm. It's too much of a catch. I think... I think we've, <laughs> I think we've topped out. We like <laughs> Which is a good problem to have. I think there's something to be said for like guys that really want the damsel in distress, even if they don't realize that that's what they're looking for. Because like I've seen, mm. I've seen guys in other generations do that. Like she needs to depend on me and need me. And it's just like, no, 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 no. I depend on, I would definitely depend on you just because I have money mm-hmm. does not mean I don't need you. Like, you yes. are a human, and, like, you are a man. Like, you can't replace a man with money. That don't work. Mm-hmm. I tried no. it. It don't work. I tried to roll up the <laughs> dollars and make it into a dildo, and it don't <laughs> work. <laughs> it don't work. You get paper cuts. It don't work. The, the, the lube just makes it limp. You just can't, you can't have a money dildo. It don't work. <laughs> it looks like they have... And like I really I what I really want to do is try like the next time I'm dating is to make them know that I want to know you and appreciate you and love you, not mm-hmm. your accolades or what you're doing, even though like I need you to have purpose, some direction, because I want you to, mm-hmm. you know, have that fire in you like I do. But it's not about that. It's about who you are. And I feel like, mm-hmm. oh, I was I went to the Erica Badu concert. How was it? I hear she's so good. She sings down. Oh, my God. I want to go. Baby, she sings down, honey. Go. (laughs) You have to go. Okay. So I was having so much fun. 
So I was having so much fun. I was there and she said, oh, hey, sisters, how y'all doing? Hey, brothers, how y'all doing? And then she asked it again. Hey, brothers, how y'all doing? And then she answered. She was like, yeah, yeah, I asked y'all twice because no one asked y'all twice. And I was like, that's true. Hmm. That's true. We say, hey, how y'all doing? And then I noticed Mm -hmm. that when I asked, I started asking men how they doing and listening to their response more often. And sometimes they wouldn't even answer. Mm -hmm. And I asked again. So I was like, wait, wait, no, I really want to know. How are you doing? And then they're like, it's like it almost doesn't compute. And I was like, oh, I see what's going on here. You know what I mean? Like, we really want to know how y'all doing, brothers. Come on. I think you're onto something. I think men are neglected in a way where, like, their feelings aren't taken into consideration. So I feel like they're just bulldozing through life hiding yeah. feelings until they get so upset that they're like, I feel this. And it's like, oh, no. That if they can't hide it no more. And then they, then they, oh, my out, God. And you're like, ah, chill out. <laughs> you're like, oh, I don't want this. <laughs> yeah. Didn't see that coming. But this is how it is. And so like, yeah, I'm just like, guys, it's not about all this other stuff. We like that other stuff. That's nice. You know, whatever mm-hmm. go- got you got going for you. That's great. But this, you know what I mean? Between me and you, this is about me and you. it's not about anybody else, just us. So wait, you weren't allowed to start dating until you were 18? Pretty much. (laughs) But you went on a date in high school? I did. And your mom never knew about it? She did not know about it, girl. (laughs) She did not know one thing about it. My girlfriend in her church, there was this really cute guy. She was like, yeah, you should go out on a date with him. She was always a great enabler. Love my best friend, Rachel Lee Carey. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Uh, (laughs) A great enabler. Oh, yeah. My best friend, the great enabler. That's her. (laughs) Um, Yeah, and I went on this cute little date, and we went to the park at night. So it's a little, like, oh, it's romantic parks. It was giving romantic childhood is what it was giving. Okay. It was giving Wonder Years, yes. And it was was really cool, but I I think he was too scared to... It took a really long time for the kiss, and I was like, let's go. What's up with this kiss? <laughs> <laughs> You're like me. I'm like, let's get to it. I came I here for one reason. Let's smooch. Sometimes it takes a while time. Sometimes these guys are like, hey, now take your time. I'm like, my time. Time is money. Let's go. Time is money. I got to go. <laughs> no, that's something I'm working on, trying to relax, trying to relax. That is also a thing I'm working on, trying to relax, take things slow and be okay at letting things evolve yeah. at the rate that they evolve yeah. and not trying to force something. Yeah. Oh, it's exhausting. Oh, we can do it. We can do it. I, that's why I breathe. I, breathing exercises. I've started chanting like Tina because why not? I was like, yeah, why not? Let me see what happens, you know? Let's try it out. I, maybe I'll start chanting. I've been trying to meditate and I find it so hard. It's hard, but the more you do it, it the better it is. And then before That's you know it, That's what people keep saying. Before you know it, 30 minutes goes by and you don't even know like it's good. I actually I started meditating so that I could not be on anti-anxiety meds because I was so like I didn't I didn't want to be on regular medication. I was not interested in that. So I was like, let me mm-hmm. meditate and try to get this stuff and it actually really really helped. Like I've gotten my stuff to a manageable level, so it's really really good. That's great. That I feel like people don't talk enough about like 
alternative because I'm on I'm I am medicated, but whenever I like, but there's like a ADHD medicine shortage. So the days that I like just don't have it, I have to figure out how to life, how to do life. Sure. And sometimes I have to just sit and be like, okay, Nicole, what do you have to do today? What is manageable today? How about you just sit in yourself for just a little bit and feel feelings? And then I'm like able to do stuff. So I guess maybe I should start doing that a little bit more. Yeah, definitely recommend. Yeah. Before you were on anxiety medicine and how did you, did you get anxious before performing? Sometimes, you know what? The only time I would get anxious before performing was when I was performing in rehearsal or performing Mm. in an audition. There is something, Mm -hmm. let me tell you, there is something about this table with this paper and this pad that Mm -hmm. freaks me Mm -hmm. out. Because you don't know what they're writing about you. It could be good. It could be like, she booked it. It could be like, we never want to see this person again. I agree. The performance is fine. The performance is fine. I love the audience. I'm like, we, honey, that pen and paper comes out. And I'm like, and I'm like, (laughs) I had to. I had to trick myself when I was first auditioning. I had to trick myself out of it in order for me to function properly in audition. Mm-hmm. And then I started, then I started making it comedy hour, and I would start like saying inappropriate <laughs> things, and I would leave the room like, "Why did you say that? Why did I say that? Because you're why, so why, why? uncomfortable. That's why." <laughs> I started. I had a casting director. She once said she was like. I just want you to do the best job possible. And then I was like, oh, that is all. They're not here to hurt me. They want me to do good so they can stop seeing people and book the part. And go home. So then I started, yeah, and go home and not do (laughs) this. So I started going, these are mini performances. These are mini, there's two or three audience members and I'm just going to perform for them. And then the audience might say, but what if you did it this way? which is weird for an audience member to say, but this is a weird performance. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I literally, I started like scoping it out, like the windows would be the orchestra. And I started like just being over their heads, like y'all are not here. Like I refused, like they would blur out. I would blur them out with my eyes. I would actually, I didn't know if I looked cross-eyed. Maybe I did, but (laughs) by any means necessary when it comes Mm -hmm. to auditioning. And then mm-hmm. that would really like, okay, I am in a theater. I am not here. I am in the theater. Yeah, it's helpful. But also, it's fun. I feel like, because I went to acting school, and they never told me that an audition is different than a table read that's different than being on set or being in a performance. Because what you do in all three of those is different. Yeah, sure is. The first, I remember the first table read I did I like really was like performing the jokes. I was like, boom, 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 got my laughs. And then on set, I was trying to do it the same way. And they were like, this is TV. You got to bring it down. And I was like, oh, okay. And then I was like, okay, so if I bring it down to like an eight, and then I'd be like a little bit less. And I'd be like, oh, okay. And they're like, stop moving your face so much. And I was like, oh. And it's it was just this huge learning curve that I feel like yep. Skewel should have told me. Yeah, well, a lot of school does, we go to school for theater and not TV film, and that's the issue. Yeah, you're right. I only I think we only had like two TV and film classes, which was maybe? silly. If we get that, that's maybe. So yeah, like my, my face, honey, my face is on. 
My face is a runaway train. It's just like, oh, my God, it's so much, so much. <laughs> I once had an acting teacher. I won't say his name, although I remember it. I'll never forget it. He said I would never have a film career because my face was too expressive. And I was like, oh, my God. So I would practice saying lines in the mirror to, or film myself like with my I had a pink digital camera that I could take pictures and video with and I would do videos of myself and see if I moved my face. He made me so self-conscious. <laughs> but then I was like, but I was like, but what about the people like Lucille Ball and and Yes. And 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 um all my and Robin Williams and, yes. and Jim Carrey and all yes. they do is their face. And I'm like, I wanna be them. Yes. Let's be real. Same. Okay, real quick, we have to take another break. Today and every day, Planned Parenthood is committed to ensuring that everyone has the information and resources they need to make their own decisions about their bodies, including abortion care. Lawmakers who oppose abortion are attacking Planned Parenthood, which means affordable, high-quality, basic health care for more than 2 million people is at stake. The right to control your body and get the health care everyone needs has been stolen. And now politicians in nearly every state have introduced bills that would block people from getting the sexual and reproductive care they need. Planned Parenthood believes everyone deserves health care. It's a human right. And that's why they fight every day to push for common sense policies that protect your right to control your own body and against policies that interfere with decisions between patients and their doctors. Planned Parenthood needs your support now. Now more than ever. With supporters like you, you can help reclaim your rights and protect and expand access to abortion care. Visit PlannedParenthood.org future. That's PlannedParenthood.org future. Okay. Hey, did you know one in five Americans have learn a new language on their bucket list? If that's you, make 2024 the year you finally check it off the list with Babbel. Be a better you in 2024 with Babbel, the science-backed language learning app that actually works. Don't pay hundreds of dollars for private tutors or waste time on apps that don't really help you speak the language. Babbel's quick 10-minute lessons are handcrafted by over 200 language experts to help you start speaking a new language in as little as three weeks. Babbel's tips and tools are approachable, accessible, rooted in real-life situations, and delivered with conversation-based teaching so you're ready to practice what you've learned out in the real world world. Babbel made it super easy for me to brush up on my Spanish before my vacation to Mexico. See how I said that? It's, it's better and it sounds like I speak Spanish. It just makes traveling better so you can like order food, ask for directions, and flirt with the locals. Me encanta muchacho! <laughs> Without having to consult language apps while on vacation. Here's a special limited time deal for my listeners. Right now, get 60% off your Babbel subscription, but only for my listeners at babbel.com slash date me. Get up to 60% off at babbel.com slash date me. Spelled B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash date me. Rules and restrictions may apply. Ooh, we're back. Okay, tell me about dating while touring. Have you ever been in like a relationship? while on tour and then having to do long distance um yes yes dating on tour well 
there's my last tour because I was on tour with Book of Mormon in my 20s when, once again, we were not dating for profit. So that was more mm-hmm. of a <laughs> shopping spree, if you will. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the guys used to, um, the guys in the play, they kind of caught on when there was a different guy bringing my bags to the bus. Every mm-hmm. city that we did. <laughs> and they were like, Zurin. <laughs> that's when we, that's, you know, but uh, to be young, it's beautiful. Um, but in my experience, like dating on the road, um, I'm always having to, <laughs> I have to convince the guy that it's safe. He's like, no, you know, uh, but you're not going to be here. But you're not going to be here. I'm like, don't you worry about that. We cross that bridge when we get there. It's like, yeah, but but in three weeks, you're not going to be here. Baby, this is day one. So, like, I'm constantly soothing them. And they're like, I, I can't catch feeling to you. And I'm like, it's going to be all right. Maybe. But don't worry about that. <laughs> it's really ridiculous. So that's really what I spend my time doing. Because wow, this will know, be they, fine. They, also, we might come back to this city. Who knows? I can come back, but, 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 shh. <laughs> so that is definitely one thing I'm always doing. <laughs> That's definitely one thing I'm always doing. This um, I but love. If you're, but you're in, if you're in a city for a month, you can really figure out if you want to see that person past that month or not, you know, or you mm-hmm. can, it doesn't really take as long as we think it does. You know, like people know, people know. I agree. I feel like by the third date, you know, you're like, I like this person. I'd like to do more with this person. They take you they take you to their favorite places. So basically, you get a free mm-hmm. tour guide up in there. That's the other thing. Free tour guide, baby. They I know all this. the spots. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> oh, look at this bar in a cave. And look at this, you know, beachside, whatever. You know what I mean? So like, you find all the places. Then you call all the people on tour and be like, look, look, look. This is where we go. This is where we going. I love it. Just use, I mean, why not use the information that you gather? You find a nice man and then you have information as to where to go. It's a lovely thing. Exactly. It's a one-stop shopping. So we definitely do that. Um, In this tour, I've been having trouble. I don't know if it's me, if I'm just like blocked in some way, or is Mm -hmm. it the fact that we are doing shorter stints here? Um, on this tour than I did on my last tour. Mm. We have a lot of one-weekers and that, like, honestly, with one week, you get there, you do the show, and you leave. There isn't much time to do much else. But um, but I was in L.A. for a month and I ain't getting nothing. I don't know what happened. Something's wrong with me. No, not one bite. <laughs> Something's wrong. Nothing's wrong with you, baby. Nothing's wrong. No, it's not you. Sorry, no, it's not you. <laughs> I will say, you're probably exhausted. That show's hard. I'm a little, I'm a little tired, but honey, I ain't I ain't too tired for no date. I'll tell you that. <laughs> you're like, I might be tired, but you don't gotta do much to find a dick. You just kind of sit on it and uh have a nice time. I am tired for everything. I'm tired for everything except for a date. <laughs> I'm awake. Cause time is ticking. <laughs> Time is ticking. I once had to explain that to someone. They were like, oh, well, you had to, you had to work later than you thought. Do you want to reschedule? And I was like, I'll always work later than I think. I will always be doing something right up until I meet you. So no, this is 
I was like, I can have a cocktail, drink some water, and then be at my best and listen and have a nice time. No, but what I think is happening is that, like, number one, with the with Tina and like the the way the show is and getting punched and dragged around and all this other stuff, mm-hmm. you know, the converse of that is love. So that's why I'm open to dating, like doing this show. I mm-hmm. feel like you need some kind of just good feeling. You know what I mean? Like just to, oh, just yes. to even it out, you know. And also, I'm I'm much pickier than I was on my first tour. So like, we're looking for. Mm-hmm. I mean, we're looking for upstanding gentlemen. We're looking for... We're looking for it. We're looking for the you know gentleman I mean? forever. We're not, we're not looking for riffraff. You know what I mean? If you don't know where you go, <laughs> who you've been, which, then that's not going to work for me, baby. We're not, you know, we're not playing around. We're <laughs> we flirting for profit. We Yes, okay. going for profit. Uh, I feel like in my early 20s, I was truly so not picky. I did not care. I was just like, whoever will do. And the older I've gotten, the more I'm like, no. You're not going to do it. No, absolutely not. I can't do that. (laughs) Divorce for kids, no. (laughs) (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Don't know what you want to do in life, no. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, your teeth teeth are messed up, no. (laughs) (laughs) If you're divorced with kids, I will think about it. But I also don't want to be a mom. Like, I feel like the first conversation with these kids, I'd be like, I'm not your mom, nor do I want to be your mom. Do whatever the fuck you want. I'm not <laughs> I'm not here to to ground you. I don't care. You're you're a friend to me. You're just a young friend. Young I- <laughs> friend. No, I like I do. I definitely do want want to have kids. Mm-hmm. I just find that like. The divorce for kids thing. If I'm not divorced for kids, it's just unequal. Ah, you know what I mean? Like yes, if yes, I yes. had kids, I would date someone with kids because we would mm-hmm. both we both would have that situation and we would, same shared experience. We would relate on that. But like you're talking about your kids and your ex all the time. I, I don't mm-hmm. nobody want to be like, here for I, this. I don't want that. I don't want that. I am the one and the only. Please, thank you. Yeah, that's all I want. I want to be someone's favorite person. I want to be the person that they like wake yeah. up and think about. I don't want them to have to think about like, oh, my kids come this weekend. It's like. Yeah, but I want to have fun this weekend. How about they don't come? Yeah, you got to schedule all that stuff. We got to schedule all that stuff. So yes, honey, I want to be the best friend. Mm-hmm. Wait, okay, so you've spent lots of time overseas. You went to the British Academy of Dramatic Art This in is great. Oxford, you know England. everything. <laughs> Your assistant did everything, okay? Snaps to the assistant. Lindsay's she better work. the best. She better work. And I just... I, I I fear that she'll find something better than working for me, and I don't want it. I genuinely love her. She's so nice, <laughs> and she's she's just so great, and she's just funny, um, and she writes well. She's like she's such a good writer. She's a better writer than me. Um, oh, but did you did you date a lot in in England? Did I? Well, once again, that was in college, so like mm-hmm. that was when I was first first opening my flower you know what I mean I was first stepping Mm -hmm. into my young womanhood oh such a beautiful (laughs) precious time you know I went on a few dates I went on a few dates I had this um there was this guy in Spain because I also did a um a Spanish uh intensive during the summer because I just wanted to be elsewhere and this guy he (laughs) I swear he looked like one of those um, 
one of those Hispanic guys from the Bronx. I don't know how he looked mm-hmm. like that, but he <laughs> did. But he was from Spain. And I was like, oh, my God, I love Wait, him. was this a man in Spain wearing Tim's? Yeah. <laughs> there was just, yeah, I don't know if he was wearing Tim's but, or work boots or something, but he just had that vibe. I was like, he had New York vibes and he was Spanish. And I was like, oh, my God, I love him. I love him. And it was really fun because he wanted to practice his Spanish and I his English. Mm-hmm. And I wanted to practice my Spanish. So I would speak to him in Spanish. And he would speak to me in English. And it was <laughs> But oh, he was cool. Honestly, I love it. He was great. He was great. But I love here. a good give and take where it's like, not only are we romantic, but we could also help each other with our Spanish and English lessons. Yes. But this is when I this is what I realized. The guys, the European guys over there, honey, these American guys need to take lessons on these European guys. Y'all mm-hmm. need to y'all need to have yourself a European friend and talk to the man about dating, about women. Talk to him because whatever they taught us over here is crack. I tell you that <laughs> right now is crack. Talk to your mans. <laughs> talk to your mans and find out because he know how to treat a lady. He know how to court the lady. <laughs> Hear what I'm saying? <laughs> Even in the 21st century, where you don't have to spend a lot of money, he still know how to court the lady. Talk to the lady. Rub mm-hmm. the lady out. Get the lady to open herself. <laughs> like the flower she wants to be. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> I mean, I think you're right. Anytime I've had uh, someone in, like, Europe or any actually anywhere outside the U.S., the way I've been flirted with, I'm like, oh, my God. You are making me feel so special and yeah. and like I'm the only person in the room. That doesn't happen here. That And it needs to happen here. It's unacceptable. It's unacceptable. Yes. I feel like because we're taking, taking, taking here, we're taking, taking, mm-hmm. taking here. The European guys are, hey, what do you think? You know what I mean? And everything is very simple and very open and it's not guarded and weird. We're so guarded and weird here. Mm-hmm. And we, like it, it guys are like hey you know you're beautiful that's just a fact come with me and we're like, like okay oh, <laughs> yes yes i will go with you thank you so much oh just be nice <laughs> to the lady i was so distraught when i came back from switzerland about mm-hmm. like the american guys i was crying the whole time on the plane <laughs> it's like i have to go back to this like, like a baby who doesn't want to go to summer camp i don't like them there i want to stay with my boyfriend in germany <laughs> that's so funny wait okay what's the worst date you've been on well, first of all, I tend to black them out. <laughs> mm, mm-hmm. As do, I think, most of us. I do tend to black things out. The only thing that's coming to mind, because as I say, I truly black things out. Mm-hmm. So I know there's a worse one in here. But for me, it didn't happen. Vamos. <laughs> but um, <laughs> this guy... <laughs> Vamos, son of a bitch. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> Goodbye. Um, but one thing I'm remembering is that this guy was, um, <laughs> we were on a date and I really dug him. I dug him. Mm-hmm. Really hot guy. And it was during the summer in New York. So it was hot at two in the morning mm-hmm. for no reason. Mm-hmm. And we're walking. We're taking a walk. And... My phone rings 
And it's an unknown New York number. I answer the phone. And it is this guy's girlfriend. (gasps) Oh, no! Child. Wait. Oh, yes. So how did she get your number? How did she get my number? That's how wild. Oh, yes. So apparently, (laughs) apparently she was just like, I can't really remember what she said. She was like, hey, like, is such and such with you or something like that? And I'm like, yeah, he's right here. Who is this? Mm -hmm. And she wouldn't introduce herself. She wouldn't say who it was. Uh And then um, I gave him the phone and I'm like watching this like. He gets off the phone. He says whatever he says, gets off the phone. And I'm like, so who's that? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> That's your girlfriend? <laughs> and he says that that was his ex-girlfriend and that she is living with him. Oh. I was like, I'm sorry. Your ex-girlfriend is living with you? Does she know that she's your ex-girlfriend or uh-huh. you're just coming up with this? No, no, she knows, but like we have been like, you know, like basically situationship. Like they're not together, but clearly they've been uh-huh. doing stuff. So she's like, she and her feeling. I was like, how does she get my number? Cause also, this is during cell phones. Like, so she went into your phone uh-huh. and got the number and held on to it for later. Bro, you need to handle that. <laughs> <laughs> You've got to handle that. That's wild. That was fun. That was a fun day. One, it's wild because, like, you're getting a phone call from this woman who's like, I'm his girlfriend or whatever. But then it's wild of her. I would be like, well, this man is out there in these streets. I'm still living with him. I have got to figure out a different living situation. I'm not calling anybody. I'm not that's calling wild. her. That's like, no. That's I was like, honey, whatever the issue is with these guys, don't call the girl. Take it with him. No, with him. That's who you got the problem with, him. It's not her fault. Like, I don't know. I, I don't know why we do that sometimes, but it's it's null and void. It's not, uh, girl, just go to him. I wonder if we do that just to be like, if I can get rid of her, I can have him. But Maybe. then it's like, why the fuck do you want that man? Because he gonna find another one. If that's what he owns. Uh-huh. And you're going to keep dealing it. Child. Ain't nobody Mm-mm. trying to be out here in child private eye all day. Wait, did you go to LaGuardia High School? I did. <laughs> and then you went to the dance program and then you switched to the drama program as a sophomore? I did. Oh, my God. I am impressed. <laughs> okay. That's bananas. Okay, nobody, not a lot of people know that. Well, the only people who know I switched from dance to drama are the people who was in the school when I switched from dance to drama. (laughs) (laughs) Lindsay's snooping around, interviewing people you went to school with, being like, what happened? Give me the dirt. (laughs) (laughs) What made you want to switch from dance to drama? Well, that was my plan all along. When I auditioned for the first time in, in as a freshman, I wanted to be a drama major. My mother wanted me to be a dance major. I had mm-hmm. been dancing since I was six. So that was the easy in. So like for me, dance was my back, my backup. And drama was what I wanted. So like I, um, so I auditioned for both, but I had a monologue that I did not understand. Like it was mm-hmm. a monologue that my teacher gave me and I was like, eh, 
but I kind of did it because he told me to because he had went there and I was like, but I don't understand this. And I think that that's why that's why it didn't work. So I got Mm -hmm. in for dance. And then so I'm in the dance program and I'm like, I know why this didn't work. I know what monologue I need. There was another girl in our cast in our class that had a monologue that was like, I know what to do with that. I call that girl mm-hmm. up. I get the monologue. I did it freshman year and I got in. I was like, see, I told you that's what it was. Do you remember what the monologue was that didn't work and the one that worked? I don't. The one that did not work was poetic. It it was more pro. Mm. It was verses like it's prose-ish. It was something mm-hmm. like that. The one that did work was um, this girl in high school being mad at somebody for like, betraying her like a friend of betraying her and she's at the locker and she's like i'm gonna tell you what's what and she slams the locker and she's gone and she's like yeah that's me that's me (laughs) i love that i feel like my brain works the same way where like poetic prose poetry i don't necessarily understand it without a little bit of help from somebody but like something where there's a clear beginning, middle, and end, that I can get into, that I can break down, and that I can do. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. But now we're different now, you know, because that was before we went to Bada, darling. So, yeah. So now uh, we handle. Now we handle she understands the text. everything. We she handle can do the it. text, baby. Like, please, <laughs> you know, just let I'll let the kitties know that I am available for Shakespeare works. Thank you. Another classic. <laughs> she doth thou can do Shakespeare <laughs> and other classics you know what I mean <laughs> uh, let's see George Bernard Shaw a little um, uh, oh god everything's escaping me who did Three Sisters Chekhov who's that yes a little Chekhov <laughs> a little Chekhov <laughs> you know my personal favorite I do love a good tartuffe oh some tartuffe yes yes I yes. do I do Zarin, we've come to the end. Do you have any advice for single people out there yearning for love? Oh, honey, take some deep breaths and make sure you keep laughing and keep that dildo close so you don't go crazy and that's it. <laughs> Stay laughing, keep the dildo, do your breathing uh-huh. exercises. Uh-huh. And work on you. Stay laughing, stay coming, and breathe. That's what I'm saying. That's it. L C B. I love it. Zarin, thank you so much for doing this. I ask all my guests this. I've only missed it a couple times, but would you date me? I would definitely date you. You are so funny and you ah. are so hot. Wait, wait. Wait, your Netflix special, all of those outfits in the Netflix special, I was, I was like, hey, she came. She came to play, honey. You look good. <laughs> Thank you. Look really good. Zarin, that's so mm-hmm. sweet. God, you're the best. Thank you so much for doing this. I well, of course. I... <laughs> truly appreciate it. I saw you perform and I was like, I have to talk to her. <laughs> like I a am psychopath. So happy I... <laughs> that you happened to see me. And like you particularly, I have had my eye on you. I love your stuff. Don't you stop for nothing. I am here for it. And let's go. Like, let's go. And you and I need to do a sitcom together. Thank I'm you. We're doing. Yes. I would love that. Okay. Zarin, I do ask people to write me dirty messages hitting on me. You can write it to um, 
Nicole, no. Why won't you date me podcast at gmail.com? If you write me something nasty hitting on me, I will read it. <laughs> oh, just kidding. Before I do that, Marissa, my producer, says, Would you like uh would you like to promote anything? Where's Tina going next? Oh yes. Tina Turner is going. Where are we? We are currently in Costa Mesa for the next seven days. Then we will be going to San Diego. And then we will be hitting a mom stint in San Francisco. Please check us out. Ooh. Yes, yes, yes. Honestly, I can't say enough good things. Oh, and one more thing. Please look out for my ebook called Stay Booked. It will be coming out very soon. How to keep yourself indispensable in a very dispensable business. Let's go. Ooh, maybe I'll read it. Yeah. That sounds like a good thing. It's basically like it's like just the side rules and all the Broadway stuff. It's like some stories that I've, mm -hmm. things that I've gone through and lessons that I've learned as a result of those things outside of singing and dancing and acting, like the mm -hmm. business side of it, the social side of it, like that kind of thing. I love it. Can I ask, you have shells and beads in your hair. Is that heavy under the wigs? You know, the wig is already heavy because I have two mics in there. Mm. And the wig itself is heavy. Oh my god! So like it's a little mm -hmm. like but well, I'm used to it. I did Lion King with the headpieces. It's fine. My neck is used to it. We good. <laughs> that works. You were Nala in the Lion King, right? Yes, and Shenzi. I did Shenzi too. I would go back and forth. Oh, that's fun. Yeah. I wish I'm I could. Fun. I want to do Broadway. I want to. <laughs> you gotta learn how to sing first, Nicole. Uh, okay. Um, anyway. So here is a nasty message that someone wrote oh. to me. Um, okay. Nicole, I would like you... What is it? Oh, I would like to take you to Dylan's Candy Bar or a similar candy store after hours and stack up peach gummy rings on my dick only for you to slobber them off until they dissolve in your mouth. Then I'd stick my still moist heart on into Pop Rocks and plow your pussy with it. Pop Rocks! Oh. You'd come from the popping in the pounding and then I'd stick my finger and watermelon fun dip and stick it in your body till you come again. We rehydrate, sir, in space. We rehydrate <laughs> with some weird soda flavors and go out for salad. Salads. Still sticky and multicolored from the waist down. <laughs> oh, that's good. That was funny. I liked that. That's a really good one. People get creative. Honey, I got I to gotta get my nasty chalk up to snuff. You know what I mean? I've, I've been out of practice. <laughs> but I do love some peach rings, so that's a good idea. I might try that. Same. Loved, They're I so delightful. I peach rings. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Zarin. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Why Won't You Date Me with Nicole Byer is produced by me, Mars. It's executive produced by Adam Sachs, Nick Liao, and Jeff Ross at Team Coco. With talent bookings by Paula Davis, Gina Batista, and Maddie Auden. Got a question, crazy dating story, or a dirty message for Nicole? Write it to Why Won't You Date Me podcast at gmail.com for a chance to have it featured on a future episode. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next week with a brand new episode. Bye-bye. This has been a Team Coco production. You can start your day off right. When you find a professional on Angie to get your plumbing right first. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Visit Angie.com. You can do this when you Angie that.